last week on Lore Seekers. This is the Lore Seekers podcast. We're so happy to be back on the airways. Missed you all a long time. It's the end of the Sorry. It's, it's not the end of the world. <laughs> you guys, the game's still there. And their goal is to keep the game stable. And Lore Lesson number 80, we are going to talk about the Anumidium, which you may remember me mentioning way back in Lore Lesson number 25 when we covered the Dwemer. Dude, could you imagine? Oh, could you imagine if they if they introduced the rest of the first stock for the Khajiit? Oh my god. This gosh, would be man. like Khajiit Scrolls Online. That's all yep. it would ever be. <laughs> From the depths of the darkest caverns to the peaks of the highest mountaintops. Join two friends as they explore Tamriel and share their tales one pint at a time. This is the Lore Seekers Podcast. It's catchy. Oh, man. It just tickles me right in the old tickler. It, it tickles me in all the tickle spots. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, it, okay, so here's how that whole thing went down with our new intro, right? Yeah. So, Jibs and I spent an afternoon. Hi, guys, by the way. Oh, hey. My name's Cash. We do a little podcast. <laughs> oh, hi. Hi, everybody. Welcome back. <laughs> we got to talk about this intro thing because it, it makes me laugh when when I think about how that whole thing went down. So, Jibs and I had an afternoon where we had to get some stuff done because remember we had a bunch of our files get wiped and um, scamps chewed on the wires and we lost a bunch of our stuff. So we just decided, hey, perfect opportunity for a fresh start. Hang on, hang on. Not a bunch. Everything. All? A year and a half worth everything was is just is gone. Backups and everything. All right, continue. Backups of the backups weren't gone though. Okay, anyway, so we started from scratch with a bunch of our stuff. New volume, new sound. We're like, yeah, let's do it. So Jib said, hey, let's work on an intro. I go, yeah, I'll work on the intro. So I started doing the intro stuff, and I had some ideas, and we had some, we had dragons in the background, different sounds, and and, and so I would send him like a file. I go, okay, check this one out. And we were doing it live because we, we were on a Google call together. So I do that, send him a file, and Jibs goes, we need, it needs more, more, it needs more action, more passion. So it ended up being like, welcome to the Lore Seekers podcast. It sounded like a freaking sportscaster. Sunday, but I'm Sunday, like, Sunday. I'm like, that's what, that's what the man wants. That's what the man gets. So I said, <laughs> you know, I send him that and he's, and he's like, he's like, no, it's, it's good. He goes, I just gotta, you know, uh, why don't we, you know, tweak this a little and maybe we'll do this. And I'm like, okay. So the next thing I get is his intro. <laughs> he goes, what do you think of this one? And I'm like, it's effing amazing, man. <laughs> just run it, just run it. I hate you. Oh, I never liked you. So anyway, we ended up with that intro, and like the first time I heard it, I was like, bro, that is the shiz. Oh, I love it so much. I I yeah. I just I just like to hear that that sweet 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 guitar. And just yeah, you hear that riff, and I'm just like, I might want an air guitar. <laughs> Oh yeah, oh yeah, I do it every time, every time. And uh, fun fact for all those listening, it used to start off with a Fusroda and a dragon in the background, but it didn't make the cut. So there's that. No, we just figured simple. Yeah, they know where we're at. There's they know dragon. Who we be? Crap. Yeah, they know who we be. All that yeah. good Welcome stuff. Welcome back, fellas. What can I get you today? Oh hey. Uh, she's so kind. Uh, I'll take an angry Argonian ale, please. Ooh. Dude, that sounds bomb. I'm going to go Feeling with the uh, Cliff Racer Cider tonight. Thank you very much. Oh, that Coming sounds right pretty up. good. Oh, thank you. Uh, that sounds pretty good. So, uh, yeah. what's uh, cider? That's weird for me. Oh, man. You know, I love a good cider. Yep. Angry Orchard. But you're having the Angry Argonian. What did you do to him? I oh, just enslaved him tickled for his tail. Of years. <laughs> <laughs> that's all. <laughs> There's no questions why the Who Argonians knew? are angry. <laughs> Completely don't understand why. Yeah, well. Oh, man. Anyway. Yeah. Did you have a stroke? Chat says they're here because you make fun of jibs. 
I do. I make fun of him, but you know, the funny thing is, is that I apologize at six o'clock the next morning. Every time we record, I'm like, Hey, I just want you to know. I really, I, I love you. <laughs> and it's the first thing out of his mouth is like, you, <laughs> you do not, do you know what you said to me? Oh. Live on the air. I'm like, I don't know. I blacked out. <laughs> <laughs> Let me be clear. That conversation does not take place. It doesn't. It does not take place. It doesn't. So what have you been, what have you been doing this past week? What's your uh, what's your thing this week? What's your class? Um, what's your... Oh, my... Dude. Is that There's a... been a lot a going on this week because every week is the freaking same. There's so much stuff going on every single week in our lives. Besides work, I don't want to talk about that boring crap. I want to talk about the fun gaming crap that's been going on lately. Yeah. So. Okay. So um, I think the whole Undaunted thing going away for a little while has saved me from event burnout again because I evented the crap out of Hollowjack. And we are, we talked about that. Witches Festival? Yeah. I evented the crap out of that, dude. I played so much ESO during that two-week period that I was just like, okay, I, I got to do something different in this game, like right. badly. Yeah. So the fact that the Undaunted thing... Now, don't get me wrong, because I love dungeons. That's one of my very favorite things to do, especially now. Shout out to Mission Maniac. We have been running a lot of veteran and veteran hard mode stuff. Um, Really, really enjoying it. Like, a lot. It's super challenging. Uh, the Lore Seekers Guild on PCNA has been doing a lot of trials. I think during the whole Witches Festival thing. We did a trial every single night during the Witches Festival, and shout out to Chivas for running that. It was crazy you know, good. Yeah, you know, one thing we didn't talk about last week was the fact that we did on stream for the first time ever during Extra Life, which was also during you know Spoopy Fest, was uh, Cloud Rest plus three for the first time ever for either right. for either of us. Completely, finally cleared it. Right, and I think. <laughs> Cloud Res plus three. I think there was someone in there that that was their first trial. Oh my god, we ruined them. They quit the guild. <laughs> <laughs> they quit the game. They're like, f this place. I don't know. How, crazy. I don't know how that happened, but I think that uh, I mean they had the gear and the experience and everything, but they you know they never dived into trials and were like, all right, hey, let's bring them in. Let's go. Right and to, and right after that, during our extra life stream, um, and this is a an idea for you other guilds out there that Chivas brought up. It was great. We we didn't get all the way through it, but I know we would have if time wouldn't have been a factor for us. We did a naked Hellra run, which is a trial. Everybody stripped everything off. The only things that you could equip are the things that you looted. So whether there were chests or, um, you know, dressers and what, all the stuff in there that you could find, you could put it on to try and spec your character out, the, you know, the way that your character should be running. And then we started going through bosses as a trial. It was gnarly, but eventually like we started to get the hang of it. it took forever to kill some of the bosses, but we're like, Hey, this is actually it's doable with crap gear, which brought a very, very important point. Gear does matter. I mean, it boosts your stats for sure, but your skill has a lot to do with your build, a lot to do with it. So it's kind of a neat little um, thing that we did. Anyway, you go, and then it's, I'll digress. It's kind of one of those things where um, I think you'll get the most out of your character when it's when the gear and the and the skill slots are all filled with what um, represents how you play, how you move in the game. You know, I think my move smooth. You know what I mean, you know, man. You know, yeah. you know what I mean. I do. I'm a dude disguised as another dude. I'm a dude disguised as another dude. <laughs> I I knew I loved you for another oh, reason. Oh man! Anyway, <laughs> never go full bust. Man. I digress. Okay? <laughs> digress on what I've been doing all week. So uh, the undaunted thing kind of going away was not necessarily a bad thing because I was able to clean out my freaking inventory for one, which is still like halfway full. But um. Get back into some content creation. Got back into some writing. I'm writing my storyline again. Um, and as Jibs was saying, 
earlier before the show. From the hearth is warm again, friends. What? We are cooking again. Cooking with cash. We are cooking. QVC special. Oh, it's the frugal gourmet. For all you people out there that remember that show. Anyway, yes, From the Hearth are you is back. And um, Barefoot, Altessa? Yeah. I saw myself today on the video. I was like, dude, you look tired. You need a nap. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, I did a, a recording today in my kitchen. Yeah. And I am going to be uh, getting that edited and put out here within the next week. So that hopefully will start to be a regular thing again. I got some new toys for, so I got this fancy new iPhone 11 and I was like, okay, let's, um, let's utilize the freaking a billion cameras that are on this stupid phone. <laughs> and I started doing some recordings on them. I'm like, damn, this thing records really nice. And then I ended up picking up some audio equipment for the phone too. I got to say this, if you are a budding content creator, which we still consider ourselves, Oh my God, your phone is an amazing tool to use. So there's that. Aside from that, what else do we do? Um, Mandalorian came out. Oh, I still have not watched it. No spoilers. Oh, dude, come on, man. I'm do waiting. You, are nope, you even American? Wow, that is a real are dick you, kick. Are you, are you even my friend? Yes, I am. I'm pretty sure if we're friends, we watch Star Wars together. No, we do, but here's the deal, dude. I binge, so I at least want a couple episodes for me to binge. There's two right? out right now. There's already two? Yeah, there's no excuse. Can we finish up this stupid get, podcast? Get your arse on Disney Plus, because it's so good. By the way, to everyone listening, please keep in mind, never, ever, ever, ever spoil any any Star Wars content. Ever, oh ever, God. ever. Somebody mentioned something the other night in Discord, and I was just like... Well, you know what? <laughs> I I partially when I called it out, I'm like, no, 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 no spoiler, no spoiler. But I'm also I know, like, you're like, no, no. I'm no, also no. thinking like it's you, and it's a Star Wars spoiler. You know what? You you damn well deserve it. You haven't watched you're it right. yet. I, I kind of do. I no, should so, I should have watched it the first week. Put so up or I'm, shut up. Anyway, okay. So there's that. Then I had this group of friends from work that all got together. We used to we used to play FPS games in the in the past like a lot yeah. and. So they all started a group with um, with Battlefield Five, which is all World War Two. I'm a World War Two history junkie. I love that stuff. So anyway, I've been dabbling in that, and then then on top of all of that, IGN decides to go and review Star Wars: Fallen Jedi. Is that right? That's the right right name, right? Yeah, uh, Fallen Jedi. Fallen Order. No, it's Fallen Jedi. I think. I think something like that. Anyway, you know the freaking game I'm talking about. It's a single player game from from uh, EA. It's nine out of ten on IGN. Nine out of ten. Yeah. So that's an instant buy for me. So I bought it. It's in the queue. I'm like ready to rock with that thing. Anyway, all that, and then Maelstrom over and over again. So I can get my stupid lightning staff that I still haven't gotten yet. That has been my week. Sorry for the long wind. But what, you, know how you I talk roll. forever. Oh gee. Suck it, Jibs. <laughs> you know, you know what a fun fact. <laughs> Whenever we're making announcements, I'm <laughs> we're talking in the background. We're planning stuff, folks, and we're just like, "All right, you go ahead and make your post. Do your cash thing. Do your diplomatic political crap, and just let me know if you need me." <laughs> and then he sends yep. out a four paragraph announcement. <laughs> yep. Jibs pretty much knows that if, oh. if I have the floor on anything, then he can pretty much go into. F- cryo sleep for about an yeah. hour oh man it's fantastic <laughs> it's freaking right. fantastic so how was your week dickhead oh man <laughs> uh busy man um busy real life busy uh I, as i'm getting older and as time progresses i'm only 31 but so i should really should say as time is you know moving forward i'm discovering how limited and more limited my time is becoming and uh so i have been when i haven't been able to be Logged in in the ESO, I have sunk my teeth with two fangs right into Skyrim. So I'm currently doing that. And, uh, you know, anytime I talk, you're always laughing in the background. And I have to stare at your big old teeth laughing. I just realized what I called you about five minutes ago. I thought it was pretty funny. Anyway, Skyrim. Skyrim. Yeah. So anyway, I've been playing Skyrim. I've been also doing a little uh, Elder Scrolls 
shopping, Christmas shopping. And uh, let's see, what else? Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm getting ready to go. Uh, I can't say that on there. Uh, nope, I can't even put an Elder Scrolls reference. Uh, deep into PvP. Really? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's no worse than what I just called you, so... <laughs> Come on. I was going to start off with Bosber, then I'm like, wait, no, that's, you can't. Daddy, what's <laughs> deep? <laughs> oh, whew. sorry. All right. So, yeah. Uh, wow. <laughs> I'm going to go hard in the PvP. <laughs> I just going to go that. hard in the <laughs> PvP. Uh, so anyway, yeah, Good. I'm going to do Cyrodiil. Um I'm going to definitely make a Nightblade, a Stamina Nightblade. Uh, I have a, a new Stamina Nightblade. I'm going to, I think I'm going to try to start working towards updating the Bobo PvP build on the Lord Secrets Podcast uh, site, because it definitely needs updating. But, what uh, was the class on that build? I was an, it was a Magicka Nightblade. Nightblade. Or no, Stam Nightblade, yeah. It was, it was a Nightblade. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Focus on bow, but uh, anyway. So yeah, learning a lot, watching YouTube videos, just picking up. I, I'm I'm liking this whole thing. Like, um, I'm a huge fan of Zynode all day long. I am. He's a and the thing that tracks yeah. Cash and I to this guy is he's a good dude, and he loves yeah. and supports us, and we equally love and support him. So that being said, I love Zynode and I love his build, his Templar off balance PV, PVE build. If you're not running it, turn off your computer, throw it in the garbage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, pump the brakes! Because it's <laughs> it's pump the brakes. It's really good. All right, that's all I'm saying. Uh, but that being said, I've been I've been just going through YouTube and watching build videos that people are doing. Just different. I don't normally do YouTube build videos, but I'm just checking them out, just seeing what people are running, getting an even better understanding of the PvP landscape. And uh, you know, there you go, laughing again with your big old teeth hanging out. Chat, dude, my big old teeth. <laughs> F you, bro. <laughs> Damn it. So anyway, friends, I'm sorry. We're we're 20 minutes in. We gotta we gotta get moving. Uh, wow. <laughs> now he's gonna be real self conscious every time he smiles. Like this. smiles. <laughs> All the gums hanging out. Anyway, if you tuned in uh, last week on the show, well, we talked extra life volume six, answer fan mail, did the latest ESO news, and did a lore lesson on the warp in the west. Nope, wrong. I moved that. Sorry, we did our lore lesson on the Numidium. A Numidium, that's right. See, this week I didn't even go, think bud. about it. Oh, thanks so much. Copy, uh, control P. Uh, answer we this week we're answering your mail, updating you on the Undaunted event. We got new updates and Dungeon Lore returns. It returns. Please tell me put that in the show notes. And we're doing a lore lesson on Cash. <laughs> the Warp in the West. The, see, now that's case in point that Ron Burgundy reads anything that's on the teleprompter. It's true. I listened to my lore lesson last week. I legitimately did not think anything of that. I just read it. I know. Yeah. All right. So anyway, welcome, friends. This is the Lore Seekers Podcast. We are your hosts. I am Jibs, joined by Cash. My name is Cash. All right. We're not going to let him talk anymore. I'm here. Volume 6, episode (laughs) 2. I had a little ditty. I had a little ditty. Oh, you had a ditty. I'm so sorry. Please please continue. Mailbag. All right. Well, you know. You're just gonna you're just gonna stop? Yeah. Hell has truly frozen over. I'm sorry, Oblivion has frozen over. I've been looking for you. Got something I'm supposed to deliver. So Your hands only. <laughs> oh. Bye. Still yeah, so wearing heels. He does. You know, at this point he never hangs out, so I just I just throw him the twos when he leaves. I know, we totally buy him a drink. Seems like a cool dude. I think we're pretty relaxed guys, you know. We'll buy drinks and, and make you feel welcome, but you know. I don't know what's with that guy. Anyway, well, my friends, it's that time where you send us emails, voicemails, uh, pokes on Facebook. Uh, I, I, I don't know. Social media. That's all I got. All right. So anyway, uh, this time uh, we got it. First up is Androx32, and they say, hi, guys. Andrew here, also known as Androx32. Question for you guys regarding different choices with NPCs during quests. What if... Through the power of magic, a.k.a. Zoss. They are magical. <laughs> LOL. You would be able to see what would happen if you had made the opposite choice. Oh. Or better yet, what if in future quests that Zoss will create, you had the ability to view or experience different results 
from different choices and quest lines. Let me know what you guys think of that. Thank you so much for your show. As always, you guys are funny and enjoyable to listen to every week. And as always, lore seekers for life. Heck yeah. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, boy. For life. Hang on. Do you have a do you have something? I have a Khajiit that was oh, about that's, to step on my that's step a, on my power button. That's a on naked Khajiit's legs all spread open right on cam. I like was gonna just let him like run around and do his thing up on my desk, but they have a tendency to step on my power button, and that would be disastrous. It'd be a solo show, ladies and gentlemen. It would be a solo show for a little bit. Anyway. <laughs> Androx, uh, thank you very much. And hello, by the way, but thank you very, very much for the uh, for the mail. So this is what I'm thinking when I think choice, right? I'm thinking Star Wars The Old Republic type of, you know, you get the little wheel where you kind of get to choose light, dark, whatever you want to do. And we probably wouldn't call it. Just call it, a, call it what it is. Yeah. You're making a nice choice or you're making a real douchebag choice. But... I just don't see it ever happening unless they decide to like take that dive into a lot more voiceover and game choice. Because in that game, it real like that was one of their main pillars in SWOTOR was you're you have a choice and the game's gonna react to the things that you choose to do. You know, you'll get different results basically. Chat's um, calling it a jib's choice. We're gonna call this a jib's choice. Well, there you go. I don't know what that means, but there it is. Well, I mean, I mean, I think it's probably hearkening back to the fact that you always make terrible choice, life choices, but um, that's that's more of a uh, therapy session than a podcast. So we'll do that later. Don't don't start. Um, I, I don't want to pay you for an hour. Nobody would pay me for an hour because I'd come back with some terrible crap that would completely sink their life. <laughs> <laughs> they go in all somber and come out with their eyes wide open, all their hair randomly missing. Go and have a seat. Pour yourself a whiskey. Let's talk. <laughs> have a cigar. Hang on. Sit down. It's have a cigar. <laughs> so anyway, um, I, I love the thought of this because there have been many quests, particularly the ones where people are really freaking snooty, where it leads you down rails on like what you're going to decide. Like there's, there's no you can't tell someone to f off in this game. Unless it's written into the choices, the choice, pretty much. Um, that being said, there's always more and more and more that the NPCs will say. So they lead you down a certain path, but like a majority of the time, there's a lot more things that you can just take your time and play through and listen to the NPC, you know, rant on. But really, you, you know, your choices are limited. So I would love to see more choice. I would like to have the option added. You know how, um, like, if you're talking to an NPC and they just, you know, and your character does some kind of action, you know, they'll have the little, the little, I don't know what you call them, greater and less than signs. I don't know the names of those. You know, the little, the little arrows, you know, and then they'll have something in there like remain silent. And then. Yeah. Yeah. I just wanted to say raise the finger. And that's the given that you're flipping them off. Oh, that's that's dark side. Yeah, that's definitely dark side. Don't dark side be like me cutting off their toes or something weird, you know? Oh my god! Why would you take it straight to mutilation? <laughs> I don't know. I've been doing what that. I've been playing Dark Brother on Skyrim. <laughs> yeah, you have. Oh my god! I'm really glad you're back in Skyrim. By the way, I think that's great. You know, I've never, I've never completed that entire main storyline. Uh, That's all right. There's so, a lot of people out there that haven't done that. Just enjoy I'm totally it. Totally working it, it. Totally working through it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, enjoy it for what it is. I uh, haven't completed all the zones in ESO. Dude, I play this game so damn much. Oh, I'm the same way. I mean, there's so, like, I'm at that point where I accept the fact that it's probably impossible for me for to do to do that thing. You know, between guild show and all the other things, I was like, there's. <laughs> I would never get to do what I really want to do, and that's PvP. So there's that. Yeah. Know what I mean, yeah. Gene? Yeah. PvP's a good time. It is a good time. Androx, thanks so much for the, uh, for the uh, email. You're awesome. All right, so next one up, we got Nern Phone Home. <laughs> says, hey, you two, I'll make this short and sweet. Storyline, 
dot dot dot. When is it making its return? Question mark. Thanks. Exclamation mark. Heart emoji. Heart emoji. I'll make it short and sweet. Soon. TM. TM. <laughs> TM. When it's done. When it's done. <laughs> Coming it. back when it's done. Dang it, Bobby. So yeah, I, know, I have to be honest with that. Like I, um, I have had some writer's block going on. Like it, it came, I've had all kinds of ideas and stuff and I still do. I'm sticking to the same idea cause I, I like it. Yeah. Um, but it, it's, it's taking some time right now. So mm, I have enough for probably three episodes, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. I want to get a really good chunk of it done before it happens. And I, Jibs and I might be doing something different with the way that we release it. Yeah. Some new, so, different. Something different for all the, of the nice people. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And all I'm saying is I can't let Cash have all the fun with storylines. So there's that too. But, uh. Yeah, well, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah, well, you'll Here see it after the podcast workshop is done in December. I'm so happy you're going to do that. It's happening. Um, I need to select a date, but uh, next month I need to do this. I completely kind of forgot about it and uh, reminded was reminded. Uh, so if you want to learn how to podcast, if you want to learn everything, tips, tricks, we're going to do a Q&A, all the things. I want to give you everything that I never had start when I started casting uh, was it, uh, seven years ago. You know, I want to help. I want to help you. Make you the best you you can possibly be. So anyway, that's uh, coming in December. So watch Twitter for details. Okay? Okay. There you go. So, yeah. Uh, you ready for the news? For the for the brief amount of news? I'm always ready for the news. Okay, God save the queen and her bad teeth. Hear ye, hear ye. Tamaril has some news. Oh, my God. I'm trying to recover. I just want to hug him so bad. So do I. I love him. Oh. I'm going to say that every week. Just hope you know. It's so damn cute. And I miss I miss that. I miss that little age when they're so, they're little. They're like this. When them little, like when them little babies, when they're sassy without remorse and they're like their mother and you have nothing to do to control it, you just endure it. You wait for the teenage sass. Oh. That's some fun crap right there. You know what? I'm. I don't want to. <laughs> I do, I find myself like cocking my head to the side a lot. Like, the f you just say to me? <laughs> are are you crazy? <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, I you said I take after mom. Well, yeah, you got a point. Well, yeah, you got a point. <laughs> All right. Well, it's that time. There isn't a whole lot of news, FYI, this week. But one thing we did get was an update on the Undaunted issue that's been happening lately. And uh, we got it right here for you. And they put it out on Twitter. Actually, they've been updating, I want to say roughly every day, day and a half. And uh, yeah. the latest one They're is... pretty cool. Yeah. So we got one here. I've yet actually yet to read this. So this will be my first time live on the air. So here we go. Uh, update. Latest update for Undaunted on Twitter says, While we continue to test the fixes for the Activity Finder, we'd like to share our current plan for these fixes and the Undaunted event. Once the previously mentioned fixes for the Activity Finder have been verified by QA, we'll publish them to all platforms and mega servers. No downtime will be required for this to happen. The idea is to initially have these on the live mega servers during a time when there's no active in-game event. After these changes are confirmed to be stable, we'll look at at a time that we can bring the Undaunted event back for everyone to obtain the items. The current thinking is that this will happen sometime in December after the dawn of the Dragon Guard event, November 26th through the 9th. Hey, that's coming up. It's also... Okay. Like after New Life. Like, is this... Cause when's New Life coming? Uh, yeah, New Life is like two weeks after that, I think. It's no, also worth... No, it, new Life is going to be before that. What? You said November... No. Oh, November 20... You said December 26th, Knucklehead. Oh, yeah, November 26th through December 9th. Okay. Um, so it's also worth noting that while Dawn of Dragon Guard has the dungeon component, its reliance on activity finder is minimal. 
The timeline above is to is subject to change based on how testing goes and how the fixes perform in a live environment. If anything changes, we'll be sure to let you know. So, there you have it, my friend. Stay yeah, they're uh, they're doing a lot of communicating right now, and I think that's a, that's a really good thing. I feel very bad for them with what's going on because coming off of the Dragonhold patch, there was some problems, and now with a new event, I mean, luckily. Witches Festival went over very smoothly, it seemed like. Like, I had zero problems during that entire event. But as soon as Undaunted started, which, don't get me wrong, I'm totally fine with the break. Um, I guess it just locked everything up. I, I wasn't even able to log in that day when all that stuff was going on. I'm like, thank God. But everything was locking up. So... At pretty much every single day there's been on there's been some type of update that's going on which is really good i mean i'm especially on twitter like that's where most of the stuff's coming out and i think that's really really good but i still see people logging in saying is the undaunted event going on and it's like like no it's it's not so people I, it's just funny how people don't don't pay attention to the news I say that from a podcaster's perspective because we pay attention and devour every little bit of news that comes out. So there's a lot of people who anything bad about people that don't like if you come to a podcast or something to get your news. That's totally cool. There's a lot of people who even listen to this show and they go straight to that lore lesson. They're all about that lore lesson. What? Yeah. Well, that makes me nervous. What did they just want to hear your vocal tones over and over and over? That's no, they probably put it like on. They probably speed it up or something. So like, God, this <laughs> the lore is good, but this guy sounds drunk most of the time. Oh, we need to do that. Have you ever seen that skit on? Uh, what was it? Not Jimmy. Was it Jimmy Fallon? The one where it's uh, you you play a recording and you cut it in half. It's called like drunk, drunk something. Half speed. Yeah. So yeah. if you have not listened to our podcast on half speed. Make sure you do that. And there's a little, like if you, whatever way you listen to your podcasts, I'm pretty sure all of them have a little thing where you can speed up the speed or slow it down. Listen to it on half speed. <laughs> Jibs and I will sound like the, and like a couple of drunk derelicts. You guys. It's hilarious. Do best. yourself a freaking favor. Oh, and by the way, like, Shout out Nampy, who is all caught up on all of our podcasts. Congratulations. If you want to delay that a little bit, listen to our show on half speed all the time. There you go. <laughs> there you go. You get twice the show for twice the time? I don't know. It will it will blow your freaking mind. It's going to blow your mind. How funny it is, especially the times when Jibs and I are at each other's throats. I hate you. <laughs> Do not. That's the funniest part. <laughs> You, you do not. That's why it's funny. I just want to point out when we talk slower, we don't sound like we have a massive, massive mm. banana in our mouth. Oh, for... Oh, wait, 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 wait. <laughs> Y'all need Stendar, bro. Y'all need Stendar <laughs> right now. <laughs> hey, you right? You... God. Sam, bananas take up a lot of room in your mouth if you're eating a banana. Oh. All right. I mean, you what? should stop talking. I don't know why we have to go to these connotations. You should stop <laughs> talking. <laughs> I love somebody plays this on half speed, and then we get to the parts where I'm like acting like I'm half speed. It's gonna be terrible. It's gonna be like. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome oh, to the Lore Speakers podcast, where we completely f with your head for forty minutes and ten seconds. That's true. Hey, speaking of, are you ready to bring back an oldie? I am. All right, here we go. Friends, it's time for that dungeon lore. Arms to the poor. Just kidding. Wrong one. That's the wrong one. It is the wrong one. <laughs> that's a that's a bumper we're working on. Whoopsie daisy. Woo. All right. I like that one though. I haven't even heard that one yet. Well, thank you. He he took all the sounds that I sent him. 
and he put them all into one. He does this. Don't ignore wow. the arms for the arms of the poor. You didn't hear anything. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about that. Don't worry about it. Well, yeah, so we're going to do dungeon lore, and I'm going to try and do it without slurring my words, because apparently this stuff is full of alcohol. <laughs> Who would know? <laughs> Who would have known? Who would have known? <laughs> anyway, friends, we are very, very happy to bring back dungeon lore number 12. We are covering, continuing the series. We left off on Elden Hollow 1. We are continuing with Elden Hollow 2 tonight. So when you're loading in and you're filling your glass, ready with your group, everybody's all excited. Oh my gosh, we get to do another dungeon. Start talking about all the things that are going on in your day. A couple of you are AFK doing their bio. This is what your screen says. When the Daedra worshipping Aelids were driven from Cyrodiil after Alessia's slave rebellion, many of the wild elf clans took refuge in Valenwood. One of the foremost of those clans was granted the right to excavate penis dwelling halls under Elden Root itself. That's what my friend Jibs likes to do. So if you're into excavating penis dwelling halls, then Elden Hollow 2 is for you. Ding. Anyway, where's this found? It's found in Grotwood. The location is called Green Hall. It is right beneath Elden Root. The quest that you're going to find in there, if you haven't done it before, is called Consuming Darkness, where you're going to delve into oblivion to save Bakara. Now, there's a story behind this, and we're going to kind of summarize the story from Elden Hollow 1 so you can continue and understand what you're doing in Elden Hollow 2. So you've been tasked with assisting Cargrand in liberating his sister Bakara from a Daedric realm. Now, in Elden Hollow 1, Bakara descended into the depths of the Hollow with a group of fellow Mages Guild members to investigate and potentially stop a ritual that was being performed by Canon Reeve Oraneth. Oraneth was a disgruntled, was very disgruntled at the amount of Altmer that were losing their lives as part of the Aldmer Dominion in the Three Banners War. So, Canon Reeve Oraneth has taken the Thalmor. There's a, a, a nice little force of Thalmor that they took deep into Elden Hollow to perform a Daedric ritual in hopes of freeing her fellow Altmer from the control of the Altmer Dominion. Doesn't make much sense to me because the Altmer formed the Altmer Dominion. Anyway, I digress. Bakara, the sister of uh, uh, Kargand, is thought to have been lost to the dark magic within the hollow, but her brother Cargan refuses to give up on his sister and launches a search party of his own. Now, you and your group are part of that search party. So what are you going to face in Elden Hollow 2? A lot of freaking fire, I'll tell you that much. You're going to face lots of Dramora, Daedric Lurchers, Banekin, Scamps. Now, the mini-bosses in there are Dubrose the Infester, He's a large day Droth. A.K.A. Then Lurch. Azar. What's that? Say again. A.K.A. Lurch. Lurch. Oh, for sure. Then there's Azara the Frightener, which is a winged twilight, and the Shadow Guard, which is another Dramora. Now, the actual bosses that are in there is Dark Root, which is a shadowy Spriggan, Merc Light, which is a shadowy Lurcher, and Bogdan the Night Flame himself, which is a Daedric Titan. Now, if you're a healer, you might know what Bogdan's is. We're going to talk about it. Jibs, the yeah. gear set, my friend. I just want to say you did not disappoint. I just wanted to type something in those notes just to see if you'd read it. And you did. I read it. Twice. Yeah. Thanks for typing a wiener in my notes. Well, yeah. Sometimes you just got to see if you're staying frosty. All right. So, anyway, gear sets. First up, we got a light speaker. It's your light armor set. You're going to get up to uh, two pieces, 833 spell crit. Three items, 1096 max magica. Four items, 129 spell damage. And five items, up to 450 spell damage to your restoration staff abilities. Woo. Uh, next, you got bark skin, medium armor set. That would be bark skin. Bark skin, medium armor set. Comes in at two pieces, <laughs> 1200 max health. Three items, 129 stam recovery. Four items, 1400 armor. 
Now, five items reduces the duration of immobilizations and snares applied to you by 50%. When an immobilization or snare is applied to you, heal for up to 2,000 health and restore up to 1,000 stamina. This effect can occur every five seconds, a.k.a. entry-level PvP set. Yeah, I could see that on a Bobo. And you're trying to run away and you get freaking, you get snared. That's actually kind of interesting. It is interesting. Hmm. Yeah, hmm. I don't really see. I mean, it's more of like a tankier PvP set, I would say, really. Um, but like if you were to pair that with something that had, you know, nothing but like crit and weapon damage. I would know, like hundings. Mm, okay. That might be kind of fun with hundings. For for a stamina, just to try it out. I don't know. It might suck. It's, it's a base prob- game set. It probably it would probably suck. So uh, next, you got Undaunted Bastion. That's your heavy armor set. Uh, two pieces adds twelve hundred max health. Three items uh, up to fourteen hundred armor. Four. I- Did I say three or four? Three items, fourteen eighty seven armor. Four items, fourteen eighty seven armor. And at five items, when you taunt an enemy while you are under sixty percent health. You gain a damage shield that absorbs up to 13,760 damage for 6 seconds. This effect can occur every once every 10 seconds. Enter tank set. Eh. <laughs> nobody uses it. <laughs> you can find it there, but nobody uses it. Yeah. Next, you got Night Flame. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so one. Uh, this is your monster helm, monster set. All right, so one item, you're gonna get up to 1096 maximum magicka, and two items when you heal yourself or an ally, you have a 10% chance to summon a totem for six seconds that heals you and your allies within five meters for up to 2,500 health every one second. This can occur every 10 seconds. I will say this. That is the set I run on my healer. I will say this. When you are in any endgame content and you have a healer using this set, when that totem drops right on your freaking head, you might pee a little. Did it, wait, did you get startled? Dude, I get freaking startled all the time by this thing because I'm always like, I have an itchy trigger finger with a lot of my skills. So if something pops up next to me, it's like I'm throwing AOEs and dots and whatever I can on it. I am not going to lie. That Bogdan's totem will land. The Night Flame will land. And I will, frick, like, sometimes I'll turn around and I'll be ready to, like, drop something on it. Like, what? what, what? Oh, it's healing me. Okay. This makes me want to <laughs> wait till I know you're parsing and come up behind you with my Necromancer. Make sure the alt is ready. And just while you're focused on that. That boss just have my alt come out of the ground and watch you poop yourself. Why would you want to ruin my parse? Well, I don't. I want I would, to be I after rec- with when I'm parsed. I wouldn't recommend doing this to anyone because it's bad taste. But to you, all gloves are off, my good friend. <laughs> well, there's that. You could you could show up and throw me orbs. That'd be fine when I'm parsing. Yeah, yeah, you would like that, wouldn't you? I would. Yeah, you would. So next we got to ch- make it better. Spe- oh, wait, wait, real quick. Speaking of that, you know how Jibs mentioned the um, Jibs is like, oh my god. You know how Jibs <laughs> mentioned the uh, Zynos off balance build. I'll end it with this. Fat parses lately. Fat parses. What are you, you parsing on six mil? You never told me. I'm parsing about thirty six. I can make it to about thirty six now. On six mil? Yes. You sure? Not three mil? Six mil? No. That's a six mil parse. Okay, wow, it's happening, and w- because of the the that particular build, I have zero problems with um sustain zero. That's fantastic. Yeah. So anyway, if you're interested, Zynodes off balance Magicka Templar build, freaking rocks. You know what you used to tell our listeners a long time ago when you were doing lore lessons. About, I'm going through lore lesson the compilation of Volume One, just to listen to lore, and uh, you, you know what you told our listeners if they hadn't done the Dark Brotherhood storyline. Yeah, take a screwdriver and stick it in their console. Yes. <laughs> oh, is that it? 
Yeah, well, it was... What was it? It was something about screwdriver or hammer to your PC and throw it away. Yeah. That's what it was. Yeah, take a gallon of acid and just pour it on your PC. Oh, that's a new one. That's aggressive. Yeah. Really getting after I've gone dark. Yeah, I've gone dark. So now if I can get you the dark side, well, everything will be great. All right. So for achievements, we've got Elden Hollow 2 Vanquisher. Defeat everybody on Elden Hollow 2. All right, all the bosses. Next, you got Elden Hollow 2 Conqueror. Defeat all the bosses on Vet Elden Hollow 2. Closing the book. You have to defeat Bogdan the Night Flame after reading the Opus of Torment in Vet Elden Hollow 2, a.k.a. beat the final boss on hard mode. All right? Ugh. He's not that bad, though. Bogdan is a badass fight. Yeah, it really is a good fight. He's a good-looking he boss. one of the best freaking bosses in this game, if you're looking for aesthetics. He is bitching. Go to Elden Hollow Deuce. Yep. Do it. Uh, let's see. Uh, veteran Bankin Slayer defeat 140 Bankin and Vet Elden Hollow 2. Veteran Lurcher Slayer defeats 60 Lurchers and Vet Elden Hollow 2. Chat's wanting to know if this is now an After Dark. <laughs> Elden Hollow 2 uh, Survivor, that's a no-death run. And Elden Hollow 2 Assassin, that's a speed run. Get finished it all within 20 minutes. Timer starts when players engage. First group of Daedra. I just got to call this out. Ellie Hawk says, time to switch to decaf cash. <laughs> Ellie can see what I'm feeling right now, which is I feel like I've had liquid meth. <laughs> Didn't do that. Like, I have meth on the mind right now because I've been re-watching Breaking Bad. I just started that at your recommendation. <gasps> All I got to say is... <sighs> So effing excited. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Lost my words for a minute. Yeah. Use your words, Cash. <laughs> Talk to me. I, uh, the whole scene, <laughs> the RV, and I'm like two episodes in, and he starts taking his pants off, and he starts taking his shirt off, and his partner looks at him like, what are you doing? And he's yeah. standing there in his tidy whitey. <laughs> you have to promise me something. Okay. Breaking Bad has a slow start. Okay. It has a slow start. Please stick with it. Because I'm not kidding you. Best series ever. I'll do my best. That is so lackluster. Hey, you know that what else is, is lackluster? That is code for I'm not doing it. Hey, you know what? You know what's code for catch up the F up is get down. Wait, sit down and watch The Mandalorian. Oh my god! It's only been a week. It's I've been, been two weeks for half of it. Oh, what? Okay, that's no excuse. That's no excuse. What? what? I'm about to use your name on this show. You admit or not? That's <laughs> operational security. It's not like half of them don't really know who the hell I am. <laughs> oh gosh, are you ready for lore? <laughs> The smart ones could probably be sitting on my porch right now just going, I know where you live, crazy ass. I know. <laughs> oh, man. Anyway, yes. Okay. I am ready. All right. Well, Lord. it's that time. Oh, so short and precise. It, it has a pungent odor, though. It it does. I don't know. Did you, like, leak a fart somewhere in there that I need to know about? It didn't know. <laughs> Did you like think like, oh, he won't hear it because I'm it letting this spell It smells like a baby's up. diaper after that Indian food. <laughs> <laughs> I want to go through that whole scene right now. Oh. It smells like Bigfoot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. My new lore lesson spell, it is odiferous. <laughs> I so forgot she said. Oh, dude, she totally did. Oh, my God, you guys. Anchorman might be one of the best movies ever. Oh, I'm crying. Oh, the best part oh. is that's going to make it into our lore lesson compilation right there. <laughs> <laughs> Leave it in. Someone's going to be on a road trip with their family. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. I know. Well, hopefully oh. mom and dad don't let their little ones watch um, Anchorman because oh. it's it's it has some odiferous parts. <laughs> apparently. <laughs> Oh. Friends, 
Lore lesson number 81. We are getting there. Lore lesson 81. That was my old football number, believe it or not. You played and football? I'm old. So. I didn't know you anyway. played football. I did. Oh, you were a jock. You were a dick. I was. I still kind of am. Oh, what's an entitled jock? Listen to this, folks. This is what I put up with. I would not call me entitled. I would not. A schmuck jock no. is what I'm working Crap with. Crap just got serious. I earned everything. <laughs> All right, so anyway, lore lesson number 81. We are covering something tonight, friends, that is going to blow your freaking minds because it blew mine when I was writing this lore lesson. So we are following up to our lore lesson last week on the Numidium, which, as you know, was a giant Dwemer golem constructed by Lord Kagernak. But this week we're going to dive into a phenomenon which took place in the Iliac Bay in the Third Era that has a direct correlation to the Numidium, and it is known as the Warp in the West. May or may have, may or may not have heard of this. It's really interesting so pay attention that's including you jibs okay dad what you're thinking cap on okay all right third era year 405 okay picture this emperor uriel septum the seventh sends an agent of the blades to investigate the death of king lysandus of daggerfall tracking good king lysandus of daggerfall was assassinated now, the agent that was tasked with revealing the killer of King Lysandus, that's the player, by the way, that's you, you're investigating. He also has been tasked with recovering the totem of Tiber Septum. Now, what is that? Fun fact. The totem of Tiber Septum was a very powerful artifact that was created, which allowed the bearer to control the Numidium. Now, as you recall again, the new the Numidium was a weapon used by Tiber Septum himself to conquer nearly all of Tamriel. Minus Morrowind. But he received the Numidium as a gift for not raising over Morrowind. Anyway, we covered that last week. So, with some investigative work, this agent, dispatched by Uriel Septum VII, discovers that a diplomat by the name of Lord... Lord Woodbourne had attempted to kill and succeeded in killing King Lysandus of Daggerfall in order to seize power in the region. Now, the agent found the recovered totem. He found and recovered the totem from Woodbourne's co-conspirator, which happened to be Lysandus's own son, Gothrid, who had taken power as the new king of Daggerfall. Now, I know, super boring, super convoluted. Don't worry, we're going to get there. The story is amazing. So the totem of Tiber's septum was now up for grabs. And the various factions in the Iliac Bay began to quarrel for its control. Now, remember, the totem of Tiber's septum controls the freaking Numidium. Numidium is a very, very powerful golem. Everybody wanted control. So... The creator of the tour of the totem, Zurin Arctus, had placed a seal on the artifact during its creation that only allowed those of royal lineage or those with a supernatural affinity the ability to wield its power. Others without such qualifications would be killed instantly if they attempted to activate the Numidium. So shortly thereafter, the seven factions in the realm of Iliac Bay that were deemed worthy of claiming the totem began to emerge. Now, they included Sentinel, Wayrest, Daggerfall. Believe it or not, freaking Manamarco, the King of Worms, was worthy, deemed worthy. There was also the Orcish warlord Gortwag Gronagorm and the Underking and Emperor Uriel Septim VII were all among the claimants to the artifact to control the new medium. But something very, very strange occurred without explanation in the days following. The warp in the West. 
also known as the Miracle of Peace, occurred between the 9th and the 11th of Frostfall in the Third Era, year 417. No accounts can accurately describe exactly what happened, but natural disasters began to ravage the entire region of Iliac Bay. Earthquakes, freak sandstorms, tsunamis. Not only that, but spontaneous, unexplained battles between the warring factions resulted forest fires all over the place. It was bedlam what was going on, and nobody could explain it. Fun fact. During the Warp in the West, many factions found themselves in unexplained combat with each other. Orsinium and Wayrest clashed in unexpected conflict. A three-way clash between Daggerfall, Wayrest, and Orsinium took place in the Alessian Hills. Although the battles undoubtedly took place, nobody could explain how the skirmishes began or how the armies were able to traverse the distances to the battlefields so quickly. Nobody freaking knew how they got there. No explanation. It was as if the entire region was in some sort of time crisis. But after the strange anomaly ended on the 11th of Frostfall, Iliac Bay's 44 independent regions were dwindled into four. And the ones that that they dwindled down into were Daggerfall, Sentinel, Wayrest, and Orsinium, as we know them today. They were the only four to remain after this weird freaking phenomenon took place. These four powers continued to battle for several months after the warp, but none of the battles were even close to the severity and the scale of fury that was unleashed during the battles during the warp in the West. Fun fact. The new borders between Daggerfall, Sentinel, Wayrest, and Orsinium that had been created by the battles of the warp in the West were very clearly defined, and they can be seen in the Elder Scrolls Online. They were very clearly defined by desolate, blackened areas raised by by the natural disasters or the battles themselves. So although much of the reasons for the warp in the West or the facts surrounding how it actually occurred remained unexplained, the events of the phenomena resulted in a stable and relatively peaceful Eliac Bay in the years that followed. The once warring factions actually unified and remained loyal to the Empire. Many believed the warp in the West was a miracle of divine origin designed to purify the land and make it whole once again. So what actually happened? Now, the explanations surrounding the warp in the West remain very contradictory and paradoxical to this day. Many reported that although there was no plausible historical account of what actually occurred, it was nevertheless a miracle. Fun fact. During the warp in the West, each of the seven powers reportedly took ownership and control of the totem of Tiber Septum somehow at the same time and they used it to achieve their individual goals. Now, by all accounts, each of these factions were aware of what was happening at the time, but no further explanations of how or why they got there proved forthcoming. The Warp in the West is sometimes referred to as a dragon break, with numerous explainable realities occurring parallel to one another as dragon breaks do, although its effects were only localized to the region of Iliac Bay, and that's the first time in Tamrielic history that's ever happened. So the Numidium at the time appeared to have disappeared from Tamriel altogether as a result of the warp in the West, because it was never, ever seen again. The Underking, who originally supplied his own heart to power the Numidium, was also never seen again. The bottom line is there is just no traceable evidence describing exactly what happened on those three days. However, whatever it was, it seemed to bring some semblance of peace and stability back to the region of Iliac Bay. Now, if new information is ever discovered, 
you can be sure that the lore seekers will be there to investigate. That is gnarly, dude. Yeah. I had never I had never heard of the warp in the west. I had heard of it several times, but I kind of avoided it. Because <laughs> like, the dragon no, break no. mess? Well, yeah, because it was kind of dragon breaky, you know, where you have all those parallel realities going on in, at the same time. But once I covered the new medium, I was like, oh, I'm kind of effed on this one. I, I'm going to have to cover the warp. I'm not going to lie. I read for probably two hours before I got it. I was like, oh, okay. Now I get it. Right. So anyway, it's 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 freaky when you kind of when you think about it. Like, oh my, could you imagine that freaking happening? Like all these different powers getting what they all wanted in the first place, but not knowing how. Like you end up on a battlefield with two factions fighting each other, and you have no freaking idea or any any recollection of your army traveling. All of a sudden, you're just boom. You're in a fight. It almost brings me back, because, you know, we just ran Sunspire last night. And it almost brings me back to, like, was there some kind of tear in time? You know, was there something that just happened in some way, some fashion that just affected all, you know, just kind of had, like, this trickle-down effect. And as a result, all these things happened simultaneously. So if you ask me, if you ask me, divine intervention... A hundred percent. And yeah, this huge pun intended there because we say divine intervention in our own worlds, but in Tamriel, it literally means the divines intervened. That is exactly what I think happened here because there's no other explanation. And then it brings stability. So, I mean, that's eight, that's Adric influence. A hundred percent. Thanks, Dendar. I know you're watching. Stendar. Anyway. Just throw up the twos, Stendar. I did. Do, I do. St- like the deuce, is that how you right? do it? Yeah, just yeah. like, yeah. You got to kiss it twice. Touch your heart. Oh, twice? Yeah, twice. Yeah. There you go. One love. And you got to say one love. That's what they, that's, I don't you know. kiss it twice, but it's only one love? I don't know. It says what they say. Simple math, bro. Well, you know, there's only so much that you really can do. Right? No, the song already? I know. Jibs. Hey, fun fact. Next week. Twitch Tavern, baby. Oh, next week. My friends, I'm next so week freaking Thanksgiving. Is. is that stupid crazy or what? Thanksgiving. I'm just... So we're going to Twitch Tavern. I'm going to be all drunk on Thanksgiving morning. Damn. Yeah, yeah. We'll let you know when that's coming. By the way, you can come uh, watch us live. Which, by the way, to everyone who does, come watch the show live. We really, really appreciate it. And uh, believe it or not, we, we did our partner, uh, pushed a partner on Twitch last month. We were supposed to hear back from Twitch two weeks ago. We haven't yet, so we'll let you know what the result I think of that is. Twitch is. I think Twitch is on their vacations. Because <laughs> they ain't answered our email. Hello. Housekeeping. Hello. 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 <laughs> family. Yoo-hoo. <laughs> blowout. <laughs> blowout. <laughs> oh, man. All right, friends. Well, thank you, everyone, one and all, for listening. And... You know what? If you enjoyed this show, before we get anywhere further, tell a friend about the show. Take a moment. Tell a friend. If they like Elder Scrolls, you think they'd like the show, tell them about us. We really appreciate it. Get your get your kids a Twitch account. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, that, that too. Uh, anyway, thank you so much for every written five-star review that we get. We show you some love with a shout-out here on the show. Uh, I, did I say iTunes? I meant to say iTunes. Make sure it's iTunes, and then we can give you a shout-out some love. But anyway, whatever you're listening on, Please leave reviews. We appreciate it. Seek from the USA says, Seek here. Thank you, Jibs and Cash, for making a space where I can tune in, tune out the noise in my workspace, and live vicariously through the experiences you all share, taking that much more time to feel like I'm in Tamriel. Most of the lore you share isn't new to me, but I enjoy how you all discuss and react to it. I also appreciate news on the game updates. Yes! as I'm really disinclined to keep up with the, that news myself. But do like to be in the know, and you all have given me some sense of how the game's changed over the years as I joined ESO in September. If I have one gripe, it's this. Jibs loves Morrowind and has referred to the opening scene of the game a couple times and referred to Jiub, the Dunmer who sp- first speaks to you without saying his name. I thought for sure Jibs would feel kinship with his brother from another Dunmer. <laughs> Maybe he was feeling slowish. For- from too much Kwama egg cholesterol and name slipped his mind. 
Long he live. said you have like mama cholesterol. <laughs> <laughs> seekers. Man, that was a big one. Uh, that's what she said. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> wow. That's, I missed my cue, damn it. That's a, that's a good point. You know, I never did. Uh, to be honest with you, I've forgotten his name. So thank you. Um, yeah, it's almost Jib. It's, it almost is. Is that yep. where I got it from? You'll never know. G- I'm going to start calling you Jube and then ignoring you. Start calling you Dick. So anyway, thank you so much for the review. We appreciate it. Shout outs call us 765-382-6961. You can always call us and email us, loreseekerspodcast at gmail.com. And if you're looking to be a part of the community, you want to talk Elder Scrolls, you want to be a part of a wonderful, wonderful group, a family, you can. Here's how you got to apply. Loreseekerspodcast.com forward slash guild. Go to the bottom, download Discord, join our Discord server, Apply by typing slash apply in the apply to guild channel. Now, if you want to listen to more things of Lore Seekers, visit loreseekerspodcast.com. You can also hear this show wherever podcasts are free. And special thanks to Family Jewels and Sword Coast Soundscapes on YouTube for the intro and ambience. Cash? If you are looking to follow us on all of the social medias, you can follow Jibs on Twitter at JibsIRL. You can follow myself at LoreSeekerCash, and the cash is with a K. Most importantly, follow the show for all of the things. You can find us on Twitter at LoreSeekersCast, Instagram at LoreSeekers, YouTube at LoreSeekers, and on Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash podcast. Remember, friends, Twitch Tavern next week. Tell your friends. Tell your wives. Your husbands. Your kids. And bring some turkeys. Some early turkeys. to be like a turkey appetizers. Gobble, gobble. Gobble, gobble. And safe travels, friends. <laughs>